0: Welcome to the Music of America podcast, where every week we visit a different state in America and meet a different guest in the music industry. Every day, Monday through Friday, we begin in Alabama and we end in Wyoming. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. Let's talk music here on the Music of America. The Music of America podcast continues today. We wrap up our visit to Kansas. This week, we're going to Salina with three projects that are forming a super band called the Absent Saints. I'm going to talk to them after we talk about this. You know, we have all done this, right? You find that perfect tone you're looking for, and then the club owner comes up and says something like, uh, you know, you're a little too loud or something. You have to change that, but you've spent all evening trying to achieve that tone, you know, that, that sweet spot, right? Well, introducing the Lexi from landry amps the lexi is a 100 watt amp that has at its core a vintage plexi circuit well at least part of it anyway the the lexi has a rhythm crunch channel a boosted lead channel it has digital reverb two buffered effects loop depth control and an awesome voice switch it has considerably more gain than the plexi does at volumes ranging from a whisper all the way to concert volumes, and it's designed to be played at those lower volumes. The two channels each have their own gain and master volume control, but they share the EQ, and I think that's the key to how this amp works. You can check it all out, all the Landry amps, at their YouTube channel, or get a sense of the tone by just checking them out at their website. Landryamps.com, www. Landryamps.com. Absent Saints from Salina, Kansas. we got to give you a little history here. I, uh, When I was in radio, my first media market job was in Wichita, but we were, I wasn't actually in Wichita. I was in Derby, but our signal reached into Wichita, and I actually lived in this little town called Mulvane. Then after I left that station, I went to become an operations manager in a, another little town called Chanute, Kansas, So yes, I know your state, I know your towns, I know you Kansans, because I was one, right? (laughs) So let's start uh, on our screen. This is audio only, but uh, the way the screen is lined up, we're going to go with Robert first. We'll go to Robert, Mike, and Dan, and tell us each about, a little bit about you and your background and what brought you to music. Okay, uh, my
1: name is Robert Ellich. I am the band member that lives pretty much in the central location of us three. I actually got my start as a musician in my teenagers as more of a drummer. Because uh, that's just the first thing that's always stuck out to me. The music it was the drum beats, the rhythm. But uh, as I got older, I kind of realized I can be more creative with the guitar. And my really? parents hate the guitar a little less. <laughs> Mike? So I started, I started playing guitar in about I want to say 2012, uh-huh. just a way to kind of get the creative juices flowing a lot better than as a drummer.
0: Acoustic or electric? Did you start acoustic or electric?
1: Uh, electric. Okay. I haven't honestly played too much acoustic because I had a little cheapy uh, Fender that lasted like a year before the neck broke. Oh. <laughs> but yeah. Uh. I actually started with my first band when I was eighteen as the as the drummer, and then kind of naturally during pra- practices, I would always progress to playing the guitar. So eventually, I saved that money, got me an as a guitar, and then
0: went on from there. Uh, don't you, do you need, want me to continue to talk about no, my? No, not yet. Let's go. Let's go to Mike. Mike, uh, yeah. what's your history? Quick, quick. Uh, my, yeah, uh,
2: I'm Mike CNT. I'm a vocalist uh for this band i also play guitar uh but i mainly let robert handle the guitar writing in this band and i write the lyrics and i do vocals uh my background uh i grew up kind of surrounded by music uh my grandfather was an amazing musician he was a pianist he was a guitarist he could play um brass instruments and uh he was a gospel musician. So he would uh, travel around to churches and uh, play guitar and he wrote his original music as well. And uh, so I grew up surrounded by that. And uh, but I always liked heavier music. I always liked, you know, hard rock, metal, maybe because it was kind of, <laughs> you know, in the right. church, you know, a little <laughs> yeah. rebellious streak in me. Um, but I remember from the time I was, from the time I was just a little kid, I always had melodies in my head and I was always kind of writing music in my head. And, uh, I started off playing saxophone, actually. Uh, I always wanted a guitar, but my mom said, I'm not buying you a guitar (laughs) until you learn to play your saxophone and you play it at church. Oh, wow. all right well i guess i gotta do what i gotta do so finally i did that on my 13th birthday uh, i got my first guitar it was a uh, fender stratocaster and uh, a year about a year later i learned basic power chords bar chords mm-hmm. uh stuff like that and i started my first band called Hangar 86 we were actually in derby kansas where you were uh Ah, okay. Yeah, so anyway, we, I did that, um, and then that was through my high school years, and then I went to college in Nebraska for a little bit, in Lincoln, and I jammed with some bands there, but nothing too serious, and then yeah. I kind of put music on hold for a while until the pandemic, I just was bored, there was nothing going on and so you know i had all the time in the world so i'm like i started writing songs again to pass the time and then i started my other band that i'm currently doing called season adrift which is actually my main band Uh and uh so about a couple months ago robert hit me up and he's like hey i have these instrumental tracks uh, that are just kind of sitting around do you think you could write some lyrics and stuff to it and uh we'll probably get to it but that's kind of how new reality came about so
0: well uh Dan how did you fit into this let's let's hear your pedigree what did you start doing you're a drummer obviously cuz they you know yeah. you, you brought the pizza to the party right <laughs> I did you brought pizza <laughs> <laughs>
3: yep No. Um, when the heck did been... we get pizza <laughs> Yeah, pizza from Papa John. <laughs> no, I've You're been Papa Dance. <laughs> yeah. No, I I've, I've been uh, drumming since I was like maybe six or seven.
0: No kidding. Um,
3: wow. Yeah, my dad got me. He's my dad's very musical, and he's <clears throat> my dad. He does guitar, pianos, things, plays trumpet. And but he's like a old Jack's trade. Is
0: time, is man. he in a? Is your dad in a band too?
3: Yes, he is. And I actually, I'm drumming for him. Also. That's what I was going to ask.
0: If you ever sit in, yeah, yeah how cool?
3: Yeah, yeah, I do. I do that sometimes. But yeah, I've um I I started as a kid, and I always loved the drums to play. And uh, I was the little kid. My dad used we, we used to be like a, a worship leader in churches,
0: uh-huh.
3: and I started started playing in there, started playing drums with, with him around like 10 years old, and then for a while, and then sometimes I'll come in and fill in for other drummers that don't that don't show up, and time and then time passed on, and then I went in my teenage years, I played with, uh, for other churches as a drummer, until all high school, and then. After that, I went to college and stopped for a little bit. And,
0: now, where did you go to college? Because uh, Mike went to Nebraska.
3: Uh, in Salina. Oh, okay. Yeah. And after that, a um, few few years later passed by and I started jamming with other people for a little bit. And, and that's where I started getting, playing drums again. I, I, I was having more fun playing and Mm-hmm. Enjoyed it a lot, and and then uh, some of uh, my friends hit me up saying if I wanted to join a band, and from there I started started a band with other people and played shows for a few years, and and then from there I'm um, with my current band. Um, they're called the uh, Old Musty Bastards.
0: <laughs> and where, uh, Dan, where, are you, where are you located now?
3: I am in uh, the Little Apple, Mah- Manhattan, Kansas.
0: So you're K-State country.
3: Yeah, but I'm not a K-State fan. Rock Chalk? <laughs>
0: That's right.
3: Yeah,
0: I'm KU. <laughs> oh, so is my son. And, yeah. and I'm a Mizzou guy, so you can imagine the battles we've had through the years. No, oh, I-
1: man, yeah. <laughs> we appreciate we appreciate Missouri's contribution to Kansas's winnings. Because of but, them, I mean, where would you win? guys
0: be if it weren't for me for us, you know? Although, you gotta admit, we you gotta got admit the, the, the Norm Stewart and uh Roy Anderson era, those were some good battles, man.
4: Yeah,
0: <laughs> probably before your time because you guys are so young, but uh, right, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, the band hey, we're talking, I need
1: to My knees feel like they're 63, all right?
0: Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so the band we're talking to today is called the Absent Saints. We just met the individuals. We're going to talk about the concept of what the Absent Saints are and how that all came together. And then we're going to play a song of theirs a little a little bit later on. But first I want to talk about River Ridge Farm. Vermont's Recreation Lover's Dream is a gorgeous vacation rental. It's nestled in the green mountains of Vermont. River Ridge Farms is an escape to everything wonderful Vermont has to offer. It's a historic farmhouse set atop 16 acres of fields and mountain views, pasture, a pond, a tree-lined river frontage. Go out and enjoy this beautiful spot in the heart of the Green Mountains, along with the multiple nearby ski and mountain resorts and breweries and hiking trails and biking trails and other tourist attractions this spot is unique due to its multiple mountain views and the resident farm animals now you can talk to the owner and host diana about coming out and interact with her pigs she's got pet pigs and the kids go out pet the pigs and it's just it's a blast they love that interaction, or just do a farm stay at the comfortable modern farmhouse, which sleeps up to 11 guests easily enough space to throw events like weddings, receptions, retirement parties, or just kick back, relax, and rejuvenate in the beautiful Vermont landscape. Check them out. River Ridge farm. Now they're on Facebook and you can only find them on Facebook by typing in river Ridge farm, Jeffersonville, because there's a whole lot of river Ridge farms out there river ridge farms jeffersonville or check them out through airbnb river ridge farms vermont's recreation lovers dream vermont's a little bit different than kansas and having lived in both i can tell you i know this because on some days if you stand in certain parts of manhattan if you look you can almost see lyman colorado okay
1: yeah (laughs) talk about a boring drive (laughs) (laughs) Kansas is brutal
0: yeah, but that I will say real. this, you know, having said that Highway 70 from Kansas City to Goddard, right? At uh-huh. least it's broken up with an exit every hour. When you're leaving Kansas and you're going to Colorado, you got nothing you oh, hit oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's a
2: rough that's a rough
1: stretch right that's there. That's a
0: rough drive. It really is. You got to yeah. be up for it. Absent Saints. Robert, did you put this together or?
1: Okay, a little backstory that mike didn't share is uh all three of our bands happened by chance played a show together we uh this is before any of us brainstormed this idea Uh, was it a gospel show (laughs) no (laughs) No, because the reason i the
0: reason i ask the reason i ask is the name absinthe saints and each of you have mentioned some sort of church upbringing or church influence in your music that's that's going to be more of a mike question because he came up with the name oh okay okay well then robert keep going then tell me about how you guys got together we booked a show
1: in Wichita, and I brought Dan and the old musty bastards in, <laughs> and we opened up for uh, Mike's band, Season of Drift, killer freaking band, by the way. But uh, thank you, Robert. Yeah, you uh, guys don't... are pretty
2: killer yourself. <laughs>
1: thank you. <laughs> uh, I felt an instant connection with the fellow with Mike because you know him and I. We just want to we have the passion for music and just want to keep creating. Yeah. So you know, ha- having a conversation with him at the show, I've kind of realized. He's he'd be a good guy to hit up and see if you want to do something. And my band, Ephemeris, we decided to kind of have babies around the same time. (laughs) That's just Mike. I'm like, you know, I got some ideas I'd like to run by, see if you come up with anything vocally. And he was down. And originally, uh, the riff I came up with for New Reality was supposed to be for Ephemeris, but I don't see us doing anything till maybe next year if we again, ever again. So, like, I sent him the idea i had for new reality and he it clicked with him and like i swear not even the next day he messaged me he's like i got
0: a vocal melody no kidding just like that so you were with another band while you were talking with mike about the song new reality or about the band yeah i mean oh just kind of just discussing what
1: we could do in the meantime while our bands were kind of stalled at the moment
0: yeah yeah we call those growth spurts yeah Yeah. my
2: my band currently you know we we had kind of a interesting year my band season adrift because uh we were uh we were tracking a new ep and we got it all almost completely done uh, like a six song ep and then our vocalist i like i was not Originally the vocalist in Season Adrift, I was the guitarist. Mm -hmm. And our vocalist departed uh, kind of unexpectedly. And so we kind of had to scramble and come up with something uh, really quick. And so, I mean, we're kind of going through some lineup changes with that band right now and just kind of trying to regroup a little bit. And so this project kind of came into place because you know me and robert have corresponded a lot since we met playing a show together you know we have that connection and click and you know a lot of times we'll just talk about whatever me and him are both big fishermen too so we'll discuss fishing or music and that's kind of how this came about uh you know with robert uh sending me some of his instrumentals because i i was in a spot where i kind of wanted to keep creating even though things had kind of slowed down with my main project, while we're trying to regroup, right. and uh, so yeah, his his riffs really kind of clicked with me. So,
0: so Dan, how did you get involved with this motley crew? Oh
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, since yeah, well, since we all played a show, we are, we already knew kind of who we, knew each other pretty. Who oh wait, we wait. Are.
0: maybe maybe I missed that. So you guys all did the same show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So Dan was there too. Okay, I missed that. Dan was there too. Yeah, okay. Actually,
1: may I interject? A small fact is Dan is actually one of the original drummers to my band Ephemeris. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, he actually was one of the first people to jam on our first single, which was called Shimmer, Uh which is probably my favorite song that we have ever created. But being so long ago, like just just things didn't work out. He
0: moved on.
2: I just now learned this.
0: Oh, how funny.
2: I did not know that you guys. They, I did not know that Dan was an Ephemeris with you.
0: So no, Robert. <laughs> it, it, Robert, you're an, no. <laughs> let's, let's let's give cause let's give the audience a little geographical reference here. Robert, where are you? Dan, where are you? At this time, uh, when you guys first came together.
1: Uh, I was uh, in Salina. Still, I, I think I was just freshly moved from Abilene because I'm from Abilene, which is 20 minutes. East of uh
0: Salina. Right. is pretty and, much in the middle of the state of Kansas, right?
1: Yep. I thirty five and I seventy across Yep.
0: All right, yep. and Dan, where where were you at this time?
1: At this time
3: uh well see I, I was living with my my parents at the time in Lindsburg. Where's that? 15, 15 minutes south of Salina.
0: That's oh okay, so you were town. closer because I had you in Manhattan, which yeah. is almost an hour away. Well
3: that's where I'm currently live right I now. I gotcha.
0: Okay. Okay.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: This this happens with you, Kansans, just so you know, and I can say that again because I was one of y'all. <laughs> but uh we know how expansive the state is, but we also know that right. it's just an hour away. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I am all come. the way
2: down in uh and then I'm all the way down in Wichita, which uh, for those who aren't from Kansas, Wichita is kind of the southern part of the state, almost about 50 miles north of the Oklahoma border. Uh, so I live, um, I live about an hour and a half from Robert and uh, about two and a half hours from Dan. So uh, yeah, we we do a lot of our work remotely. So. <laughs> Yeah. You
0: guys ever get a chance to just get together and just just hang out and jam? No, not not we really. Haven't. We all live no, so we
1: far away. Never so. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's to funny be honest, because I we've
1: actually never got together to hash out in reality.
0: No, no we
1: it all came together remotely,
2: and then we went in the studio and we knocked it out in the studio. I was yeah. gonna
0: say I just uh in <laughs> Illinois when when we were covering the state of Illinois not that long ago, I had a guy that. Was in Chicago, and his bandmate is in Tokyo. Wow! Imagine oh, wow. how much fun that is, and they're doing the right, same right. thing. I'm just blown away with how technology has advanced oh, so far God. from the wow. days when you go into a studio and they got the reel to reel going, and you got eighty five thousand microphones set up on everything. You know, <laughs> and now you guys can be in different parts of the of the state, or you know, and and do your thing. It just blows me away. Yeah, you know, like we we tried setting up times to get together to jam to hash out before we went to the
1: studio and it just things happened and we weren't able to do it. it, uh, It's amazing that it turned out as well and as well received as it is because it just came together so perfectly.
0: So, Dan, when when you and Robert were together and then you disappeared, how did that reconnect or was that you, Robert? How did that happen, the reconnect with you and Dan? Did you need a drummer? And Mike said, I got nobody, and Robert's like, oh, I know this guy. He played with our band originally. How did that happen?
3: Well, see, I, I was in another band before um, oh, my other band uh, was Headspace. Um, and then we played a few shows with his, Robert's band, yeah. uh, Fameris. So we always been like playing together with shows, and and then we, we always make in connection and talking, hanging out yeah. all the
0: time so it's a real cool thing that i found through doing this podcast how musicians when you connect once you click when you've got a connection there you can't you can't drive a wedge between that you guys are going to keep crossing paths until you do a project and that seems to be what has happened here i find that really fascinating yeah. well to be honest we were we were friends first yep. and and our yeah. friendship
1: always kind of trumped the music card uh-huh. So like no matter if it didn't work out we were still friends. We both like we both like drinking. So we always had that and we both like <laughs> you.
0: So so that brings Mike into the picture again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because because now I, and, and where I'm going with this I think of when I think of drinking I think of and drinking in Kansas you think of temperance and it gets us right back to church. And uh that was a big thing with you Mike, right? When you got started yeah, in music.
3: Yeah.
2: Interesting. Interesting fact about me. I do not drink and I've actually never had a sip of alcohol in my life. Uh, And that's just uh, that's just how I was raised. And um, I'm not so much as religious now as I grew up. But that's one thing about my culture uh, that stuck with me. And uh, so and it's probably a good thing because I cannot I have a thing where i cannot do anything in moderation like i'm either all in or, oh. or like <laughs> i i don't do anything so it's probably a good thing i stay away from that but uh i mean that's kind of how i am with music you know i'm all in with it and i can't like i get through these spurts and uh it's like i'm either writing tons or i'm doing nothing so
0: <laughs> gotcha <laughs> now the the format of the show typically is like uh Talk, talk, talk song, talk, talk, talk song, talk, talk, talk talk, song. We have one song of yours and we're going to play that in the next segment. But you guys have a CD that you're producing now, right? It's coming out later on this month. And when it comes out later on this month, you'll already have been on the air, right? So, yeah, (laughs) how are you doing that with you in three different locations? How you put together a six song EP?
1: Okay, what I usually do is I demo out bass and guitar full songs, and then I email it to Mike, and he puts his taste on it. and And I think with some of these few songs, are actually going to be complete Mike originals too. So he's going to contribute oh, guitar really? work as well. Yep. Yeah. But uh, I and send then them Dan, the you, you
0: just you just bring up the rear then at the end, like you they send you the finished product with Mike's work yeah. and his work on it, and. Mm. You percussion. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And then uh, when we
1: go in the studio, we'll, we'll get it all finished up. That is the one time we do all physically get together for things.
0: OK. And where do you where do you record? Where do you record? Do you go to Salina? Do you go to Wichita? Kent City? Uh, uh,
3: this there's a guy and uh, it's called Bull Ride Productions. It's in about 20 minutes north of Manhattan.
1: Yeah, Dustin, um, he does an amazing job.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Dustin What's, is the man in Kansas when it comes to recording.
3: Yeah. What, town, what town's he in? Man. What town's he in? Uh, he's really. Westmoreland?
0: West okay. But
3: he's, he, but he's out, in the, out in the country, pretty much. So. He's out in the sticks. When I was driving up yeah. from Wichita, I'm yeah. like,
2: is this the right place? Like, um, yeah, I felt like it was like in a horror movie where you're driving down
0: like <laughs>
2: the sketchy road, and I'm like, am I going to record, or am I going to get chopped up here? Like, what's <laughs> happening? <laughs> or, or both.
0: Or both. Or <laughs> both, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. We're with the yeah. and Saints, and we're going to hear their song and talk about it in just a moment after I talk to you about Kitty's Litter Box. I don't like cats. I've had cats. I don't like cats. But now, though, maybe I'd be able to like cats again. Kitty's Litter Box, a new innovation to the litter box, takes away a lot of what I dislike about cats, and that's mainly that, the litter box. Kitty's Litter Box is a completely biodegradable litter system that eliminates the hassle of cleaning out that litter box and changing the litter. It's yuck. Okay. We'll just say that, that litter box, this one, you simply open it after Kitty has done business for maybe about you know, 30 days or so. You just close the box, throw it away. No extra cleaning, no power washing, no this or that. You just throw the whole box away. Kitty's Litter Box makes the ease of cleaning the litter box by eliminating the need to clean it. You just throw it away. If you love cats, you're going to love your cat just a little bit more with Kitty's Litter Box. Available at kittyslitterbox.com, all lowercase, no hyphens, nothing. kittyslitterbox.com. Kitty's Litter Box. It's perfect. The Absent Saints are our guests today. I say they're from Salina, but they're from... Kansas, and it's a just a really cool concept because you get this guy over here, and this guy over here, and this guy over here. They corroborate. They put their music together, and they've got a song coming out. Well, they've got a song out now that we're going to hear it a little bit, and they've got a a CD EP coming out. Robert, when we don't have an
1: official date, but we're going to record as much as we can. We might split it up in a few dates.
0: Okay, but yeah, but it's going be in October to November, right? October to November, roughly, or. Uh, You guys will be done with it on October to November.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. As far as yeah, I'm sure we got to get some art and promote it and right,
0: right. And Mike, you do the lyrics. So, do the lyrics come to you based on what Robert has sent you, or do you already have a concept Um, of a song? Or
2: um, it just kind of it just kind of depends. Um, like um, a lot of times how I've written how I've approached lyrics. Uh, over the past few years has kind of changed. Uh, you know, I used to do it kind of old school, kind of write out my thoughts. Uh-huh. And um, with Robert's uh, stuff he sent me, the approach I've kind of been taking is more so uh, I'll listen to it and uh, I'll put and I'll go to the mic and I'll record to it uh, melodies that I have or sometimes the first thing that comes to mind and um, I'll do that and I'll refine it a couple times. And that's kind of how I get the creative process uh, started in uh, this project.
0: So. Gotcha. And, and Dan, you, again, like, you have really no concept of what the song is until it comes to you right so you can't pretty much yeah you can't say hey guys i got this idea here's my beat make a song out of this right yeah right. <laughs> i mean he's welcome, I'm, to. Sure welcome. We, I'm sure we
2: could, i'm oh yeah i'm sure we could do that I'm sure we could do that I mean, a lot of yeah. songs
0: do you know basically a lot yeah. of songs do start at drums they yeah. start at drums and bass they yeah. come from percussion yeah, out. yeah. Have you, uh, do you have a do you have a songwriting bug inside you, Dan, that wants to be a part of that, or no? Uh, I mean, it just depends. I don't
4: know. Honestly, I never really thought about it or tried. Yeah.
0: Um, there's this guy called Phil yeah. Collins. I don't know if you've heard of him. He uh, he can yeah. play drums a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> he's written
0: some amazing stuff, and it's a, it just blows me away how many things come from the drummer it's not just the singer songwriter, right. the guitar player the piano player whatever you know percussion is a big part i've got a friend of mine whose son played in a band in st louis and he would go to band practice and he'd just sit down and start like that right and say hey guys get a new song and then they would build from the drums out which was a kind of a cool thing
1: yeah. That's actually after fm Era song uh we have a song called necessity which is kind of more of like a pop punk song yeah but i had this drum beat in my head and i don't actually have a Basically, own a drum set, so I programmed okay. what I had in my head on beat sequencer on GarageBand and kind of played some octave chords over. I'm like, this is pretty
0: cool, and then How fun. built the song from there. So, Robert, uh near reality is the song we're gonna we're gonna talk about. We're gonna play here. Was that yours, or was that Mike's, or was that yours combined? Like, where did it begin? What was the genesis? Well, okay, my band Ephemeris, so we're
1: more of like an alternative 90s sounding grunge band. Yeah. And I wanted to kind of like branch out a little heavier. So like we just recently went to a drop tuning, which is we're in drop C sharp, which is just a half step down, pretty much drop D. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just started noodling riffs and and then found one I really liked and wanted to use it for Ephemeris, but it just never panned out. And I just felt like it was uh, too good of a riff to just you know, leave alone. And he, 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 you know, we've been talking about doing something and I'm like, well, let's make this song work. And luckily it clicked.
0: So you've got an, you've got a riff that's in C sharp tuning. You send that riff to Mike. Is that what happened to Mike? And then Mike, you you heard that. Yeah.
2: He He sent me the riff and uh, right away, the intro riff is also the same as the course riff. So that's the first thing that I heard. And right away when I heard that, I'm like, okay, like it popped into my head, uh, the course of the song and the lyrics of the song. And I'm like, oh yeah, I can, uh, I can do that, you know? Um, and I wrote the rest of the song around that course lyrics, uh, that I came up with. So, um, yeah, it just, that was one of those things where I heard it and it just instantly clicked with me. And I'm like, sometimes I hear um, instrumental pieces like that and I just run with it. So right. uh, that was one that really resonated with me and really clicked with me.
0: So. And then Dan, yeah, it, this, by the time it gets to you, Dan, it's, it's already okay. got a rhythm to it. Right? right? So what are your accent pieces that you add? Do you add additional percussion pieces or do you just think like, do I want to do a backwards roll here? Do I want to do a cymbal crash or what? How do you, uh, uh how do you interpret what is handed to you?
4: So I just, I listen to it like all the way through without stopping. And then uh-huh. uh, I'll just, then I'll just start going and trying a couple things out, see what fits. And then and then you, and then when I go when I I change it up a little bit, make it sound like it fits the song, yeah. And and I just just go from there, and just go just go what I'm what I'm feeling at the t- when what comes to me.
0: So Robert and Mike, when Dan has his part added to the song, does he send it back to both of you, and you both uh, say yeah, or how's that work? Uh,
1: truthfully, we heard his parts for the first time in studio.
4: Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, have a, I have an acoustic set. So That's fun. It's kind of hard to record. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can record it. Yep. It just won't be as good.
2: Literally, when we were in the studio recording this, yeah, was actually the first time we had performed this song together yeah. uh, because this song was all written and arranged. And demoed out remotely. So when we got to the when we got to the studio, that's the first time we ever really played together as a unit. So.
0: My my mind is going like, you know, it just <laughs> blows because this is a really good song. It's a really good song, and you guys had thank never you, done it you. together nice. <laughs> until you got yeah. to the studio. It just blows me away. we yeah. yeah. I mean,
1: we've never played our parts together at the same time, but we all no. played them that day.
0: That's something. Yeah, Well,
2: well, I think, too, come into the studio prepared. And I think a lot of... I've worked with some bands where you get to the studio and you're not prepared. We all try to... When we get in that studio, we all try to have our parts prepared. And we try to work efficiently. It's like, you know, our time is valuable and dustin our producer his time's valuable so we try to come prepared and work efficiently so
0: that's that's so interesting mike because because so many bands that practice two three nights a week or one or two nights a week or whatever there's a familiarity so there's like almost a laziness maybe so when you go to record you guys (laughs) have to be sharp you have to be yeah there's a professionalism level that you're explaining that i'm getting you guys just come yeah. fully prepared. You did yeah. your homework, and you're ready to take the finals.
1: Well, yeah, And the way yeah, that fact, I've it went always a lot faster you. than I thought it would go. Yeah,
0: Robert. I'm sorry, Robert. What
1: I, I said. Our studio oh, yeah, session fine. went. A lot, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, our studio session just went way faster than I was intending it to go because with my experience experiences with Ephemeris, you know, it it was a six hour day getting all our parts because yeah. that, that's a five piece band. Yeah, so yeah. We got rhythm guitar. Yeah lead guitar bass drums vocals and you know that's a six-hour day tracking yeah. out and then like i killed my parts in 15 minutes and then it's like uh well mike's lagging behind because he got a flat conveniently <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I was i was
2: late to the studio because i woke up in the morning uh the studio is three hours from me so it's a three-hour drive for me to get to where we record And I wake up in the morning and my tire is completely flat. And I'm like, oh, crap, like, guys, I'm going to be lagging behind. But it was funny because right when I walked in the door of the studio, they had literally just finished up their parts. And I got there and I jumped right in the vocal booth and uh, I started tracking vocals. So (laughs)
0: That's amazing well let's give it a okay. listen to i mean it, it's a great song and and now that you know those background that's what i love about this that the stories behind the song and how it gets built and how it comes together this just gives you a whole different appreciation for it now it's really cool guys thank you this uh, thank you. the absent saints and this is their song <sighs> The Absent Saints, our guest today on the Music of America podcast. I'm your host, Tom Pollard. New reality, new reality, not near reality. I kind of like near reality better, but yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the B-side version. <laughs> I, hey, you know what? I could write that as a sequel.
2: I could write there that as a sequel. There
0: we go. There we go. I'm, 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 I'm giving Mike. You know, inspiration. I'm his muse now. Inspiration. Giving... Thank, thank you. <laughs> you know, now I'm going
2: to go and write a song called "Near Reality" or "Near Beauty." Like I got to do it
0: now. I got to do "New Beauty," not "Near Reality." New I'm beauty.
2: New, new beauty. <laughs> new beauty. I, I, uh, I'm going to start writing. I'm cool. going to start. I'm going to start writing right the second I get off this podcast. Too so funny.
0: <laughs> Sorry, guys. New reality with the Absent Saints, gentlemen. This is the segment we call shameless self promotion. Because you've got a, one song out, and an EP coming out in the future. What I want you to do is plug that and plug where we can find Ebs and Saints. But I also, because you're all involved in an individual project as well, right? Yeah. Plug your individual yeah. projects too, please. And we'll start with you, Robert. However you feel like it, uh, just talk about your band. Talk about uh, the album that's coming out and when you you're hoping to have it out, projects I mean, shameless self-promotion is just that—just self-promote okay. all you want, whether it's you or the Absent Saints or whatever you want. Talk about merch. Talk about how we can support you. Talk about where we can uh, get your music and and buy it and download it and you know, like that.
1: Okay, uh, you can find the Absent Saints on Facebook, Instagram, or on TikTok. Uh, soon, I'll make us a Twitter. Our music is available to stream everywhere. Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music. Uh, my other band, Ephemeris, we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. TikTok. And you can find us on Spotify.
0: And say and that name on- again, please. You've said that several times. I keep missing it. Is it Ephemeris?
1: Yeah, Ephemeris. Spell it out. E-P-H-E-M-E-R-U-S. Okay.
0: Okay. Ephemeris.
1: It's Got actually, it. it's, uh it's, it's I'll go into a little backstory with that name real quick if you don't mind. Yeah. But uh it's actually derived from the word ephemeris, which uh, our former bassist kind of did the whole finger in a encyclopedia to find a name thing. <laughs> and uh, it actually worked out for us. We just changed the spelling a little bit and just thought it fit and it stuck. We are actually now in our like with our third vocalist, so we are now I like to call her our our front pan. But we're a female led band now. We're on Spotify, Apple Music, all the same things that you can find at Absent Saints. Okay.
0: Mike?
2: Yeah, yeah. So my uh my main band is called uh, Season Adrift. And you can find us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, Apple Music, all streaming platforms. Um actually with that band, every uh every project that I'm a part of, um I try to tie the name of the project into the theme of the music. Okay. And so Season Adrift, uh, that band is where I write my more uh, personal stuff. And I actually came up with that name because um, it was kind of, i mo- those songs were inspired by a season in my life where I was questioning like everything in my life, you know? Yeah. Uh, my career my path uh my faith and everything like that so all of the songs that i wrote for that project reflect that name and uh this project absent saints i came up with that name this is a lot more kind of i i would say kind of the more angstier side of me and uh like these songs coming up on this ep are kind of going to be like uh my commentary on the current state of the world and uh the current state of things that we're living in right now and i think that uh and i try to come at that um from an approach that everybody can relate to you know because ultimately we're all in this
4: together you know so dan how about you yes um so my other band's called old musty bastards we're on facebook (laughs) and and (laughs) and instagram the funny thing is we're not called on old musty bastards on facebook because facebook didn't like the name so we went with omb on facebook
0: oh (laughs) (laughs) yes funny so yeah you don't want to get put in facebook jail Yeah. Well there's there's plenty of other things we'll get you there. So (laughs) don't want to make it easy on them, right?
1: (laughs) Right. But yeah, we're wondering about O and B is they're a three-piece band. So who's who's old, who's musty, and who's the bastard?
0: (laughs) Bastard is Eric, our singer. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask each of you a question and it's unrehearsed so I want the quickest answer that comes to mind. And since I can't do you all at once, I'm just gonna boom, boom, boom. And uh, the other two have your answer ready. Robert, where do you see Absinthe Saints in three years? Cranking out music, Mike. Yeah,
2: I still I see this as being a project where we're uh, cranking out music for a long time to come. The fact that we do this, that we work remotely, uh, is kind of an advantage for continuing to create music. You know, so many times a member moves away or a yeah. member is doing something and with doing it remotely and doing it you know getting together in the studio
1: that's a sustainable
2: thing so i think that we can keep this up for as long as we want to keep doing it so yeah
1: there's no pressure we don't have we're not booking shows yeah. right not you yeah. Know, yeah this is technically our first show yeah. So yeah
0: yeah how about yeah. you dan <laughs> dan what do you see guys in three years uh yeah, making more
4: music uh for the masses and uh, maybe maybe just get more more followers. You know, maybe who knows? Maybe anything's possible.
0: I don't hear any that, of you guys uh, say touring. I don't hear any of you guys playing out saying saying uh, playing. Uh, out. You're happy with doing what you're doing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's, I, it's, I have a, a newborn, so like that's my. Well, you, right Robert,
0: there. you can't. You know, yeah, <laughs> and I have a.
1: And I have a, I have a teenager
0: reality. 14,
2: yeah, I got a 14 year old and so, uh, you know, having a full-time job and family right, right. and it, it becomes really hard, to, uh, to her. I mean, we, I tried to set up some weekend runs with the other band, with, uh, my main band and it's yeah. just, it's really hard when you're all busy adults, you can't do it like you did when you're in your twenties, you know?
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, you want to play out? You want to tour?
4: I mean, I, yeah, I'll be always, that's always fun to do. Like, good experience.
0: Dan, no, Dan is like the most like agreeable guy you guys got, man. Yeah. He's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my hair's on fire. Yeah. It's okay. It's a, you it, know, it'll, it'll burn out eventually, you know. <laughs> he, he, yeah. he Go yeah. ask your father. Gentlemen, this has been so much fun. Only uh, for a lot of reasons, but because I lived all over the state and y'all are from all over the state. So I felt <laughs> like I went home for a while there. And it was really cool. Uh. It's been so much fun. Well, thank and, you. And, and good uh, thank you very much on. for having us. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. freaking reaching out. Yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch after you guys hit platinum. Okay. All
2: right. <laughs> yeah. Our, we gotta hit plastic today. first.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Our guest today has been the Ebsen Saints, mainly out of Salina, Kansas, but it does wrap up our visit to Kansas. And next week, get ready—we're going to Kentucky. You've been listening to the Music of America podcast. If you like today's show, please go to the website at www.musicofamericapod.com or our Music of America podcast Facebook page. Like us and follow the show and episodes. We tally the votes of all our shows, and the most listened to shows will be rebroadcast on our best of shows at the end of the season. I look forward to having you with us again and listening to the Music of America.